we are your customer. We are your target audience. So we feel like we we know how to speak to those people. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Ranch Collective podcast. On this show, we talk about all things agriculture and Western lifestyle and have real conversations with people who are involved from the farmer to the barrel raiser to the vet tech. Good morning, friends. I missed you last week, but I had the most insane like week and weekend, and I'm happy to be back. Today, I'm chatting with Marnie Casco from Horizon Marketing about the business she's created with her husband. Marnie and I met on Instagram, and they have the most gorgeous marketing materials from the photos and reels to the magazines that they create for their cattle clients. We talk about how and why they started their business, how there's plenty of space for creatives in ag. You just need to create that space and market it appropriately. And lastly, how and why multiple income streams are important. I hope you love it all as much as I do, and let's hop in. Hey you guys, it's Harley. I'm just hopping in before we start the episode to tell you about my other business, Pullage Company, and our retainer package. So Josiah and I co-own a photography business where we partner with other small businesses, advocates, and influencers to create social media content. Recently, we decided to develop retainer packages for our small business customers who need photo content on a regular basis but don't have an in-house photographer. As you all know, social media is a huge part of growing your business and increasing your brand awareness, so fresh content is important. We are currently offering one, three, and six session packages with different time choices. You'll get high quality, professionally edited photos in unlimited locations, and a phone or Zoom planning session so that we can make the most of our time together. For more information and pricing, please head over to our social media at Polish Company, that's P-O-L-I-C-H Company, or click the link in today's episode notes. My name is Marnie Gaskell, and my husband and I own Horizon Marketing Agency. We live in Southeast Montana. We are cattle ranchers as well. We have cow-calf operation. Um, so we, we joked that we say we ranch and do this on the side, but it's kind of a a, a full mixture of <laughs> ranching and, and the company. So we're, we're plenty busy, but we, we definitely don't complain about busyness on either aspect of it because it's, it's very good. So, um, yeah, we have two, two young kids. Um, one is our girl is four and our little boy is just over a year and a half. So we have lots of extra help around here. And those are ages where they're definitely wanting to help. <laughs> Yes, they love to be involved. And, and on some days, you know, you wish, wish you could, um, you know, leave them in the pickup or stick them in the car seat. But those are the days where it's so special to have them along too. you know, they, they see mom and dad working and then pretty soon they want to work. And so it's pretty fun to have them along. I was actually just talking to um, my partner, Josiah about this and he was his parents, um, managed or co-managed um cattle hunting etc ranches like his whole life growing up mm-hmm. and, and we were talking about um ch- actually we we're talking about child care and like the division of labor and child care and how it's very expensive and we don't we don't have kids uh, but we've been together for about eight years and okay. um so we were talking about that and I was like well that must have been like nice for your mom because then it you know she got, she did stay home with you guys, but then like, if she needed a break or like your dad needed an extra hand or something, or if he was just like going out and fixing fence, I was like, you guys could go like, particularly fixing fence. That's a pretty safe activity for kids to that of that age to go along and like help with you. And they just got like a whole different kind of like experience learning skills that 
I know I never got and I grew up like in town as a regular not ranch kid mm-hmm. yeah for sure they there's just so many yeah life skills that you maybe in the thick of it doesn't seem like it but um yeah it uh it's definitely a good way to grow up and a good way to raise your kids yes definitely Okay, so let's back up just a little bit. Can you tell me about the ranch that you guys own or lease or whichever the right appropriate term would be? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good question. So my husband is fourth generation on the place that we live on. Um, His folks live about a half a mile from us. So it's, again, back to the kids. That aspect is really nice to have grandparents this close. Um, So they have a pretty special bond. Um, so we actually, all of our summer grass, um, my husband and I, we lease that. So every cow we own leaves this home place in the summer. Um, so it's a lot of work. We're gearing up for, to have a lot of work uh, coming down the line here of, of hauling out and branding and, you know, everything getting to that summer grass. Um, and then we also put up hay on lease places as well. So we're, we're running around a lot in the summer. It feels like, um, checking water and putting up hay and everything. So, um, we kinda, his dad, we kind of work, work together, you know, when he needs help, we'll help him and vice versa. Uh, we don't have any hired help or anything. Um, you know, steady hired help. We, one summer we, we had a, a high school kid help us and this summer we're hoping to have kind of a day worker, on some of the bigger days where it's just nice to have an extra person. So, um, yeah, we raise black Angus commercial, just cow, calf pears. Um, and yeah, it's, um, it's always an adventure each day. (laughs) You never know what's going to come that day. You might have a plan and then the plan gets, gets, uh, drastically changed, but, um, it, it again, yeah, it, I, I couldn't see our lives any other way. So is it common, and you mentioned you're um, in southeastern Montana, is it common to um, kind of split the year where your pasture, your cattle are all year? Or you do you mean you just like are rotating them through the same property? That's what we do here. We do a lot of um, the ranches here do like rotational grazing. So like we have them all in this pasture and then we rotate into the next one and then the next one after that. Or are you like saying you're moving them like, a significant bigger distance. Sure. Yeah. Good question. So what you mentioned, the first part is, is more what his dad does. He's, you know, we're on, we're on his place. It's their home place. So, um, all his cows stay here. He has one lease, um, just down the road, but, um, he does that more just, yeah. Rotational here on the home place where we, one of the places we lease south of us about 10 or 12 miles. That's our closest one. (laughs) Um, and we will put hay up on that place and take pears there. Um, and then another lease is about 60 miles from us. Um, it's a, a relative's place that, um, you know, they're older and, and done ranching. And so we, um, were lucky enough to get some of that lease and, um, it, uh, it just fits to have the summer grass leases, um, because our winters can, could be pretty brutal and we like to have, have cows home feeding them or we can you know see them every day and then obviously once you start calving we we check on them quite a bit um so yeah it 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 just works out kind of weather wise and and grass wise to have the summer grass our leases anyway um away from home 
Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I was just curious. Cause I know I have, um, friends in California where they spend, um, their summer like grazing areas up in the mountains in the Sierra Nevadas. And then like in the winter time they had, they push them all back down towards the Valley. So sure. it's just spread out. Like it's a really, really long, not really, really long. It's a really long distance. Um, but they have like their summer area and then they're like all other seasons area when the summer area is under a blanket of snow <laughs> yeah right yep for sure okay um okay so what is your background you said your husband is fourth generation on the ranch but what about you yeah so um I grew up um also in southeast Montana different town than my husband but we've we've known each other for years and years and years. Um, I, I grew up in a small town, um, rural town, but I had family that ranch. So, um, I joked that I had the best of both worlds that, um, I got to, I rodeoed in high school and rode all the time and got every aspect of that, but then was in town easy to play sports and, and stuff like that when I was in high school and younger. So, um, I definitely knew what I was getting myself into when we got married. I wasn't blindsided or anything by ranch life. Um, but yeah, I, uh, my folks, we just, we had a, a house in town and had other relatives that, that ranch. So again, yeah, I got, I got the best of both worlds, luckily. Yeah, that's really cool. I know I, I don't want to say it was similar to yours, but I knew enough about, um, ranching lifestyle that I wasn't blindsided. Like when we moved to a ranch, I wasn't like, this isn't what I expected to be. Yeah. <laughs> certainly, I mean, certainly there's like aspects that you don't know until you are doing it um but I know like a lot of friends of mine who like will marry cowboys that then go out to either own or manage ranches or just like completely blindsided they're like this is not what I thought yeah right how did you guys meet you and your husband so um our schools um we were in the same district they call it here um in Montana and so every sports activity FFA um stuff like that our our those activities our schools were both at um so I have actually known him since I was like 14 years old 15 years old um we started dating when um I was a senior in high school and then um, we got married in September of 2016. Do you feel like you knew the whole time that he was gonna like be your husband eventually? Yeah Oh yeah. We, we both say that, like, even in high schools, like I knew I was going to marry you someday. Like we didn't really, you know, talk much or date until, you know, later on, but like, I, I knew I was, I wanted to marry him anyway, set a goal. I was gonna. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's like my favorite story. I love hearing stories like that. I have a similar story about, you know, Josiah and I. And so whenever I hear other people, they're like, ah, oh, yes, no, I knew. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. The old saying, when you know, you know, I guess. Tell me how you guys decided to start your marketing business. Yes. So it's not a very um, Cinderella story, I guess. You might, I don't know if that's the right term, but um, it's nothing, uh, you know, cool or exciting. It was purely out of necessity. Um, we had just gotten married that fall and just a young ranching couple, which 
two and two together that we're broke, you know, no money. Um, I was working a full-time job from home. Um, but we were scaling so fast on the cow side of things and growing that we just knew we needed something else, more supplemental income to support how fast our cows, the herd was growing. So it was a good problem. We were, we were lucky to get these opportunities with leases and stuff and we needed to fill them. Um, we were keeping every heifer calf. I mean, we just, it just grew immensely quickly. Um, so my husband was like, you know, there's kind of a, a need for this, like, social media management, um, just kind of an overall marketing company that knows egg as well. And we'd heard, we talked to some people, um, some seed stock guys actually that were working with a company, um, out of Billings, Montana marketing company, but they weren't egg. They didn't, you know, they didn't know much about cattle or both selling bulls or anything like that. And they were like, they, they did a good job for us, but they just didn't understand what we were doing you know it's like we had to explain every little detail about it and and no fault of their own they didn't know but it was just it made it difficult for them to feel like they were getting you know the right the right branding and marketing and stuff like that um so we kind of did some research and watched youtube videos and um honestly we just kind of dove in um you know they say like just get your feet wet like i feel like we just we just dove in. We just went for it. Um, we had some, uh, a friend actually, one of my dad's really good friends. Um, he, uh, raises bulls and, um, has for years. And he, he was the first one who gave us a chance. And honestly, without him, it, we, uh, we probably wouldn't have grown the bulls marketing side of things as, as much as we did just because he gave us a chance. So, um, yeah, we owe a lot to to the DeGrand family for for letting us step in. And um, I'm sure they thought we didn't know what we were doing for a while. And that might have been true <laughs> for the first year, but um, it gave us a lot of experience. And um, from there, we just we just saw areas that were were lacking that just kind of egg pull of marketing. Um, just someone who could, you know, talk the talk and walk the walk with with these ranchers and producers and they didn't have to try to explain themselves. You know, it's like, we, we totally get it. We're doing the exact same thing, not exact same thing, but you know, in egg raising cattle ourselves, like it wasn't, wasn't a surprise to us, you know, talking, talking to producers, sitting down for like a first meeting, you know, if they were going to hire us to help with their bull sale stuff, it, like I said, we could, we could talk the talk easily with them. And, and I think that brings, brings a lot of trust and comfort with them. It wasn't like, you know, we were just Joe Schmo from a bigger town that, you know, just wanted their money. Like we genuinely could see there was a lack of um, this part of the business and and we wanted to help them. A lot of them were, you know, friends and neighbors in our community that, that trusted us to help them, luckily. So that gave us a leg up too. What are kind of some of the um, details? Because you said there's other companies where like they're missing some of like the fundamental components that are needed to market for an ag related business. What, or without like, you know, a lot of explanation, like, can you give an example of one of those things? Oh, you know, just um, like for one example, we had a guy that um, 
with their sale catalog, uh, for example, the, the company was, um, helping them put stuff together and, um, they kept spelling utter wrong, like, you know, on the cow, a cow utter. Um, and, uh, what else? It seemed like there was another, like a spelling kind of double word that, um, you know, they, they wouldn't have even really thought twice about, you know, because they just weren't in that, in that egg mindset, I guess. Um, oh shoot. I won't think of it now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come to you in about 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I actually did some poking around on your website. Your the catalogs that like samples that you guys have on your website are beautiful, by the oh, way. Thanks. Thank you. And I saw them and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Yeah, they're kind of uh they're a labor of love. Um I've kind of figured out, you know, how to streamline things now and stuff, but, um, they're one of my favorite things about, about this company because it is kind of like, I view it as, as that producer's kind of storybook, you know, it's, it's their family and them and their whole legacy of generations, you know, if they have been in it for a long time and, and their cattle, it, you know, it, it means a lot to them. And, and so I take that, um, very seriously too. Yeah. For sure. What are some of the other, so we've now mentioned like the um, catalogs. What are some of the other things that you do that are like more ag specific? Yeah. So um, really the bull sale um, production sale, I should say, not just bulls. Um, we have a lot of guys that sell emails too. Um, so more of a production sale side of things. Um, we always say, you know, like in advertising or how you want your catalog or wording, like we we are your customer we are your target audience so we feel like we we know how to speak to those people who are looking for bulls or looking for heifers or females or whatever um so we feel like we kind of have a a pretty unique um angle on stuff like that because again like i said like you know if we're we're trying to help one of our customers who sells bulls well we buy bulls you know so it's like there's no no surprises, I guess, is one way to look at it. Like, okay, how are we going to, you know, convince these people to buy bulls? It's like, well, how would we want to be, you know, perceived or, or not perceived, but how we would want, um, you know, like that, that producer to catch our attention, you know, like just, just having that, um, that connection, um, just the realness of it, you know, it's just genuine, genuine marketing, I guess, really, because, because we are living that every single day. I don't yeah, know if that answered the question. <laughs> it did. Um, yeah, I think that's something that is really unique about your company. I don't see a lot of marketing companies that are specific towards cattle production. And I, I know you do things, I, well, I think you do things outside of just cattle production marketing, but that's where your main focus is. And I don't see a lot of that going, going on, especially not on social media. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and it is, it is kind of our bread and butter just because, I mean, yeah, we live it every day. I mean, my husband, that's all we talk about, you know, <laughs> whether it's for the, for the company company or not, but yeah, we definitely do work with many, many other companies and industries. That's not egg, but we just say, you know, we, we just naturally gravitate towards it because again it's it's what we what we do every day and just comes natural for us and we're passionate about it so it's easy to 
kind of geared towards that. But yeah, no, we we've worked with boutiques and yeah, just all all across the board, just different different industries too. Is D, would you say like cattle production is your favorite industry to work inside of? Yeah, I I think so. Um, just because you know, we're we're so just minded that way anyway, just seeing, you know, all the different different cattle, different sales, um, meeting different people, how they do stuff, like obviously the cattle are, are a huge aspect of it and, um, genetics and things like that. But, um, the people who you meet and how they do things and who they can connect you with like that, that part of it is, has been pretty huge too. You know, I was saying the other day, I did another interview with somebody a couple weeks ago and I was saying, I wish when I was like 18, 19, 20 years old, I would have known that like networking is not going to like the stupid college dinner thing or the stupid high school dinner thing they make you go to to like pretend to network with people it's like you go and have like a beer with the person who you like hired as like a day laborer or like you meet somebody at like a coffee shop and then you like pay for their coffee and sit down and have like a conversation with them like that's what that really looks like that is so true. I know when I was growing up and in high school and deciding, you know, where I wanted to go to college and for what my, my dad said all the time, he just, he just hammered it into my brothers and I, that it's not what, you know, it's who, you know, and until we started this company, I, that just didn't resonate with me. I was just like, oh yeah, I know a lot of people, you know, but from going to college, both of us went to Montana state um, and the people we met there, like so much of our connections with this company have been through college or jobs. Um, and it, it truly is. Yes. Who, you know, in this world will get you much farther than what, you know. I feel like I for sure learned that I moved halfway across the country from like everything I'd ever known because my partner felt like here was home for him. Yeah. So I moved halfway across the country from where I grew up, all my friends, all my family, where I went to college, everything and moved to a ranch where I did not know a single freaking person and (laughs) yeah and so it was really hard to make friends in a small like in a small town and then you know there's some circumstances largely having to do with um, COVID and the way that changed his job on the ranch we wound up moving back to a city back into Austin and I was like okay how do I make friends here I was like okay who do I know that's already here and I started there and now I have I've been able to like branch out from there but like that's where I I had to start because I didn't know anybody I didn't know anything here yeah oh man I bet that was hard parts of it were really really hard uh parts of it were not so hard it's easily the best thing that I've ever done for myself (laughs) yeah I'm sure yeah like the challenges of it were were good for you but still challenging (laughs) yes (laughs) definitely um okay so I know one of the things that we had talked about is that you mentioned you were hoping to talk a little bit more about inspiring others to get a side income stream yes um anymore I mean there's just so many things out there that um 
one you can do obviously, but I think a lot of it is intimidating to people. Um, whether that's welding or custom hanging or a company like this or bookkeeping or whatever, like, I feel like a lot of people, um, that are ranching or just starting out or our young family, like they just feel like they're stuck. Like the ranches are only income. And, um, I just feel like there are so many opportunities and avenues out there that you just have to kind of get creative. Obviously you have to like it and, you know, want to do it and be passionate about it. But, um, and I, I'm not saying this in like a braggy way at, at all, but it is almost, it is a fact that <laughs> we are, we are very busy and people like in the, in the grocery store or wherever in town, they're like, man, I don't know how you guys do it all. And I used to say, oh yeah, you know, we just do. But honestly, there are some days when I'm like, I don't know how we do either. And, and we don't some of the time, like stuff just doesn't get done today. And we ran out of time and it has to get done tomorrow or you know, whatever the case may be. Um, but we're just kind of the, both of us are kind of the personalities where we don't sit still very good. Like we, we need something to do. Um, and I just, I just want people to like, go for it. You know, if like, man, you know, I could start a book, bookkeeping company from home, especially from home. If you have little kids working from home is so nice. Um, it's, it's hard and it's scary, but, um, like, I just wanted to be one example for people like, wow, you know, they can, it's possible, you know, and like I said, there are a lot of hard days and a lot of hard times and questioning what you're doing and why you're doing it. But um, especially if you're wanting to grow ranch wise, cattle, cattle wise, whatever your whatever sector you're in in ranching. Um, I just think there's there's so many opportunities out there that need to be filled like welding or, you know, mechanicing a service pickup that goes around and, you know, mechanics for people where they don't have to take it to town. Like stuff like that is just so needed. And, um, if people, you know, have the urge to do stuff like that, like, honestly, all we did was we just jumped in and did it. And I think that's all you can do. For sure. And I feel like with, uh, ranching or, you know, on a bigger scale, I, um, as like a full industry, there's so many, different ways to create that like second business because one would think you're like okay well if I do cow calf like I can only do something I, my second business has to be like related to that like maybe I mm -hmm. can start like do vet tech work maybe I can for other people that do the same thing maybe I can do x y and z but you guys found something that's like it's related but at first glance you'd be like okay you guys run a ranch and have a marketing company <laughs> exactly yes yeah and we've gotten that a lot They're like oh so and a lot <laughs> like when we first started doing it like older people in the community were like so you're you're doing that little computer thing huh <laughs> like well yeah you know like it uh it feels more like more than a, a little computer thing but it it's just funny how you know it it's perceived because it, it really, especially where we live, it, it was a pretty kind of new thing to, to just start your own company, designing websites and logos and sale catalogs. Like still to this day, just this year, I had a neighbor, he was like, so you, you made this holding the cattle, a sale catalog. I'm like, yeah. 
And I think it just blew his mind that, you know, stuff like that can be created on a computer in Southeast Montana on a ranch, you know, it's just kind of out of the norm. <laughs> well, I'm just curious because I run across this before, but I have no way of asking somebody without sounding like very snarky and not genuine about it. What do people who are like older who are like, oh, you made this like on the computer? What, how, what do they think? How were they made before? <laughs> like there's been computers for so like that's a technology that's been around for a long time create specifically creating those types of things or creating like newspapers ads those things for a very very long time right I think just the the main thing about it was like he knew someone who lives on the same county road as him that could make that you know it's just like that that doesn't happen here you know we don't how do we do that right here where we live on a computer like it was it was funny and I know he didn't mean any bad by it or anything um but I think it is just for some people it is just kind of a different world especially that older generation like it it just doesn't it just doesn't happen here no one does that you know yeah well and I'm assuming you and I are close, probably pretty close to the same age based off of when you said you got married, but, um, so we grew up with that kind of technology. So maybe it just seems like it's not, it's much more like native to our skill sets to be like, oh yeah, of course it was done on a computer, mm -hmm. which is a problem that I have remembering those things. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. But, um, was there anything else you wanted to like talk about, about like side income streams before we. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I hope it like, you know, there was something in there that someone could take from it and wasn't just me rambling. <laughs> I don't think it was you rambling. I think the fact that you have um, your cattle business and then you also have this marketing agency. I feel like that is just a reminder, like your skills don't have to be hard oh it sounds so weird to say this but like hard skills like you don't have to be like a welder you don't have to be someone who can run every single piece of equipment out there if you're creative that can be the skill you utilize that side of your skill set to create a new business is think outside of the box of what like every other person is doing and that's how, where you'll find the success that's where you'll be able to create that really strong business Right. Yeah. And like, you know, all the whole, the whole thing to entrepreneurship or starting your own business is like seeing the problem and offering the solution. Like, I feel like there's just, there's a lot of that in, in any industry, you know, no matter what it is. And, and you just have to be, you know, willing to work hard and, and make it happen. Yes, definitely. Is there like another problem that you see where like you're just like I wish someone could come up with a solution <laughs> to fix all of it oh man good question um man I'll think of something when I'm laying in bed tonight <laughs> okay <laughs> <Up> <laughs> my head. Um, <laughs> that's one of those make you think questions yeah that is a really good question um if my husband was sitting here I'm sure he would have all kinds of uh advice and suggestions <laughs> for that one I am not the super quick thinker in my relationship I am like the 
I pull every single possible idea ranging from like completely logical, that's not a word, completely logical, doable, solid to all the way up to like never in anyone's wildest dreams will that ever be accomplishable. And my partner's the one who's like, hey, maybe we should think things through a little bit more before we just like say that's the right answer. All right. Oh, I know. I get that. We get messages, um, not not terribly often, but every every now and then that people ask, like, you know, I'm thinking about starting a company kind of like yours, but, you know, geared more towards like the equine sector to horses and um, which I don't know if that's needed there or anything like that. But um, people ask, like, how do you do it? How do I get started? And and yes, of course, there's like, you know, legal things to get started on and business name and and all of that but like I said earlier like just just doing it like getting yourself out there offering work for free is is a really big one even you know welding or whatever your craft is that that you want to do like doing that pro bono work is is really big and I think it helps you have the appreciation for the work you're doing. And um, like in our uh, case, like building a portfolio of like, okay, here's some pictures that we've taken or, you know, one ad that we've done um, because it is such a people have to trust you and you have to build that relationship. Um, so being able to show like, okay, I have done, I have done some work and I have some experience and, and who doesn't want something done for free, you know, every now and then. So that, that was one big, big thing that we learned. Yeah. There's nothing that can take the place of having the experience of having done it before. Yeah. Um, so true. I like, it, Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I see it all the time. Um, I work as a wedding photographer and in like bride groups and everything, they're like, Oh, I would love to have someone who's just shooting for their portfolio shoot my wedding for like free and I'm like you're gonna have shitty wedding pictures <laughs> you might get you might get lucky like you might hit the jackpot because that does happen right Sometimes someone who's starting out who's really good or who has a really strong eye or is like really skilled in other areas of photography that's just doing wedding stuff right now mm-hmm. or just starting wedding stuff but like your pictures are gonna look like trash right probably. yeah Oh, I know. I almost cringe looking back at stuff that we did when we were first starting out. It was just like, oh, I thought it was so good. And it, uh, yeah, you just learn, you know, what, what works and you grow from experiences. And yeah, unfortunately, it's just time and experience that, you know, that changes that and, and who, you know, you work with and, and the people you're, you're around, I think have a big influence on that too. But, um, yeah, it, uh, it can be a double-edged sword too. Yeah. Do you think there's space for other companies like yours? Yeah. You know, we've, there's definitely, you know, some popping up and um, I don't know that there's some or any other that, you know, any company does the exact same thing or, you know, focus on. Um, but yeah, I think there are, it is kind of becoming like the thing to do, you know, and especially because you can, do it from home or from anywhere um for the most part a lot of the work anyway um yeah there's there's definitely um other companies like us out there and and I honestly I don't even 
like look for them, like competitor research or anything like that. I I'm, I don't do it because I'm constantly like, okay, this was their catalog last year. This is what I liked about it. That we did, you know, a catalog last year that worked, that font was too little. I didn't like that. Like I'm just constantly trying to be better myself and our company and, and gain new customers. Um, that it, it is honestly kind of distracting to look and see what other people are doing. Um, which isn't a bad idea. I mean, I'm not saying to not, not do that either, but, um, I feel like we just focus on ourselves so much to try and, and grow and scale that um, that just consumes a lot of a lot of our time. Which good for you guys, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely yeah, you get fall into that comparison trap, and I do it personally just on social media, and it's it it can be uh, yeah, it can be kind of dangerous to to do that, but. There's there's a lot of good people like to learn from, you know, I'm definitely not saying like, don't, you know, go see what someone else is doing or learn from them or anything like that. But um, doing that comparison game, man, that can that can be hard. on Yeah, I feel like it's a fine line between like comparing, doing the comparison thing and then like admire really strongly, like admiring someone's work and being like, here's the things that I really, really like about their work. And I this is something I can totally bring into my work. And yeah, I, exactly. Like make it yours. Like, oh, I see how they did that. Like I could do it this way that works, you know, for me or for that customer or whatever, like getting new ideas and, and ways of, you know, doing stuff, but applying it to how it works for you and your strategy is huge. It's a, it's a, it can be a fine line sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Um. So we already covered one of the last questions that I like to ask, Um. but the other one is what in your whole entire life are you the most proud of that you've done? Oh, wow. I, that's not a question you get every day. (laughs) No, which is why it's a fun one. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, honestly, what my husband and I have built from when we got married, um, I mean, it, it wasn't, it was tight around here, you know, there wasn't any extra shopping just because or anything like that. Um, and things, things we have bought out of necessity had to go into debt for, paid the debt off very quickly, um, started this company. I know we had a lot of people that it was just kind of like, like a little computer business, you know, they'd say, um, growing that and working with some of the people that we work with that are just like, you know, world renowned in Angus industry. Um, I think it's, I think that is something to be, to be proud of because we started this like ground zero, you know, we didn't buy this company from, you know, someone else who had established it for the last 50 years. Like it was just little old husband and wife (laughs) starting this out of their house, you know, bought a computer that we could hardly afford to, to do it. And then we bought a camera and, and just seeing those avenues that was like, okay, we know that these lot pictures and videos, like this, this, in this area of it needs help in the industry. Um, and, and I think just being able to recognize stuff like that, um, and executing it, like, and we fall into that trap too, of like, Oh, we should do this, or I want to do that, or we need to get one of those. And you do a lot of talking about it and not executing, which is very difficult. It can be very difficult. Um, but I think just, I don't know if it's, courage or in some some ways the stupidity (laughs) to just 
blindly go forward and, and go for it. You know, it's, it's worked out for us luckily. Um, so I think just building, building this company for the last six years from the ground up, just on our, ourselves, our reputation, like it's, it's more than just making a logo, you know, you, you really have to make those relationships with people. So they trust you, um, and want to work with you and, hopefully those people will recommend you on, you know, so getting, getting new customers too. It, uh, it all just kind of, it works, works together full circle. Yes, definitely. Um, okay. And then my last thing is where can people find you on social media? Yeah. Good question. So we have a Facebook and an Instagram horizon marketing agency. Um, our website is horizon marketing Um, is that all we have? Oh, we have, I didn't even think um we have youtube videos where we put bull videos up um but primarily yeah facebook and instagram are where you can find us perfect well thank you so much for your time this evening this has been fun i love to talk about marketing stuff so this has been a delight yeah i loved it it was great to talk to you too thank you yeah. for having me Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to connect with me on social media. It's at Ranch Collective Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. See you next week.